Hi, this is Cher with this week's episode of Unbound. I want to appreciate you for taking the time to listen and right now I'm going to invite you. Reach out to me. Send me a message. Give me a follow. Give me a shout out. Especially if you are a survivor and you have a story to share. Today's episode is about just that. Sharing our story. You know, last week I shared my story for the first time publicly. Now, I've told counselors and therapists and my family members know, some of my closest friends know, but this was publicly to an audience of people most I don't even know. It was live on Instagram. The preparation it took to get to that moment has been years, probably a lifetime, you could say. Countless therapists, psychotherapists, hospitalizations, breakdowns, and I finally shared it. I found my voice. Have you shared yours yet? Or have you been thinking about it? I encourage you, if you haven't yet, think about sharing for your healing your peace of mind. Because, you know, the longer we keep it in, and I can attest to this, the longer we hold that story in, we continue to feed power to our abuser. And we carry the shame. We're filled with anxiety, the depression, the sleepless nights, the dreams, the failed relationships poor health. It brings on all kinds of troubles. We don't deserve. Haven't we gone through enough already? Well, how do you decide who to tell? Or when? First, when you are ready. Not a minute before. Second, share only to someone you believe in your heart that you can trust. And you know, honestly, that might be a total stranger. Whoever you choose. Just remember, there is some preparation involved. The day you tell your story, there's going to be some meditation and some deep breathing you're probably going to feel some anxiety. Might have a sleepless night or two coming up to it. And there's definitely going to be some messy, ugly crying. A bit of fear. And definitely, if you feel the need to disassociate the first time you speak and share about your story, that's okay too. It was like that for me. 
We'll be right back after this message. did you tell your story of sexual abuse? Do you remember who you told? Or what it took for you to share? Were you brutally honest about it? I remember finding out about what sexual abuse was, that what my father was doing was wrong. I went from a sexually abused child who was accepting us as my norm. And the strangest place ever is where my awareness was raised that what was happening to me was wrong. In school. Between the growing sense of immorality of the situation with my father and a health class discussion is when I discovered it was wrong. And after I read, the words flashed across the screen in front of me in class that day. I was suddenly filled with shame, with guilt, and dirty. I felt so dirty. If you remember the book, The Scarlet Letter, which has nothing really to do with incest, it's about adultery. But I remember thinking, I must have a great big letter. Because I felt like everybody knew. I knew I had to tell someone. I felt trapped. I couldn't tell my sisters, definitely not my stepmother. Who was I going to tell? The words across the screen read, sex with family members is incest and it's illegal. Sex with children is wrong. Those words have been imprinted in my mind. The teacher's voice still sounds like a loudspeaker. I believed in a moment that I was bad because of allowing myself to like the feelings of touch of orgasms, of teasing men with my body, and using sex as leverage. These thoughts kept circling in my mind, distracting me from my classwork. I remember wondering if I was going to go to jail, or even if they put teens in jail. And what would my friends say when they knew how bad I was? How could I even face them? Who was ever going to like me again after this? 
How was I even going to tell my mom? So near the end of the school week, my nerves, they were making me sick, and it was nothing new to me to have an upset stomach. My stomach ached any time my nerves were feeling jumpy. So I decided to go to the school office to be excused for the day, and I went home. I got home and went to my bedroom. Safe. I need to just think. Who could I tell? While at home, sitting in my room, footsteps could be heard coming down the stairs to the end of the hall where my room was. He called my name out, and I froze. Damn it. I forgot to tell the school. Tell my stepmother I went home, not my father. They called him, and he knew I was home alone. He called my name, and I stopped breathing. I had started the habit of locking my bedroom door, but I didn't think ahead that day that he would figure out that, yep, I was in my room because the door was locked. He was right outside my door, knocking. Baby doll, are you in there? Don't breathe, Sherry. The doorknob turned and stopped from being locked. Another knock. Baby doll, it's Daddy. Are you all right? Let me in. I'll take your temp. No, I'm fine, Dad. I'm just napping. I have stomach cramps again. Maybe that will make him leave. I was still trying to breathe slow and quiet, and I remember thinking it would make me invisible if I didn't breathe. Come on, Cher. Open the door for Daddy. You know it's right to let me in. He tried using a dad tone on me. <laughs> no. Okay, so I got up from the floor, and I took what felt like a slow walk of death to the door to unlock it. As he opened it, I moved backwards towards my dresser and stood with my back against it, like it was going to protect me or something. My stomach was churning, and that's when fate smiled. While he was walking to me, I threw up all over his shoes. After what seemed an eternity of indecision, my mind was made up the following week who I could tell. I didn't like my P.E. coach very much, but she was the only teacher my parents were not familiar with. Better still, I was one of the girls she chose to ignore. We both preferred it that way. I remained quiet and out of sight around her. She was the one who gave us the lessons on sex education that semester, and 
Well, because of that, she could be trusted after all. She did say that we could tell her in private if we had something we needed to share. Okay. I definitely had something to share. So after class one afternoon, I timidly made a request to speak to her while my stomach was turning again and another headache was forming. So I followed her slowly to her office. I remember having a death grip on my books in my arm and my purse over my shoulder. I always felt so awkward around her. That didn't matter because my mind was racing with all kinds of thoughts, mostly was I doing the right thing? I told the truth once before, and it cost me my mother. What would telling this gain me? Would the whole school know, the same way they knew about everything else? Because now I was about to share the story of my father and probably get punished for it. I remember thinking several times, run. Don't tell. This was a mistake. Just run. So we finally reached her office, and I was really grateful. She did not make this any more awkward than what it already was with mindless small talk. So once we got into her office, she busied herself, hanging up her sport coat and putting her belongings down, and I tried to find my voice while she ignored me. But I slowly began to tell her my story. She never once looked up at me. And I remember thinking that was pretty familiar. I was used to being ignored. This was a mistake, I thought. Just shut up, Sherry, and stop talking and tell her you made a mistake. She stopped. Looked straight at me. Do you realize what you are saying? She finally looked up at me and gave me that mean expression that she always had on her face. I suddenly felt guilty. Like I should be taking all the blame for this, that this was all my fault. I was the horrible one. Yeah, this was a mistake. And then it came out of my mouth. I know what I'm saying and what it means. My father had sex with me and has been doing so for years. She just stared at me. And then she went back to her papers like she was trying to brush it out of her mind. She spoke, but she wasn't speaking to me. Seems to me you haven't thought this through. First, if what you're saying is true, then there's no way to prove your claim. Second, and here's where she stirred right at me, looked me right in the face and said, suck it up. 
you can ruin a man's life by making a claim like that. We've all been through the same thing as girls. It's unpleasant, but it's a fact. Yeah, it was a mistake. Well, I said, thanks for your time. I turned around and I went to my locker. I was shocked. I was ashamed. I was ashamed that I had even spoken ill against my father. It was me that was at fault. It was me that allowed him to sexually abuse me. I allowed it. Sometimes I had even enticed it. Suck it up, little girl. This isn't anything. It happens to all girls. She's right. She's the adult. I fixed my eyes on everything in my locker. A few odds and ends, some notebooks and array of pens. And then there was this picture that's hanging on the inside of my locker. It was a picture of my band trip to Florida. My most proud achievement in school. There was a moment of happiness there. I snatched a picture off the locker door and ripped it in half and left it on the floor. There's no happiness. No happiness in life whatsoever. There's nothing I need from this locker. I slammed the door and left. Suck it up is what she said. I'll do just that. That night before I ran away, there was a slight snore from him, so I pushed him off me with a hard shove and it made him land awkwardly on his knees. This was the first time I had ever seen him in that position. He looked so weak, so confused. My thoughts began to wander if it was his shame or guilt, maybe, but no, it was confusion. Like he was coming to and wondering what he was doing in my room. Nah, he was drunk because I could smell the alcohol on his breath. He rose to stand and didn't look at me as he left my room. After he left, I waited for a little bit, then quietly began to pack my backpack with a few precious belongings. One of those belongings was a piece of costume jewelry from my grandmother. It was a tiny little blue bird. I hid the backpack in my closet and the next evening, while he and my stepmother were out, I took what little babysitting money I had. I stole his gun from the top of his closet. And I kissed my baby sister goodbye. No matter who you tell, please, I urge you to talk. Share about it. 
all the ugly parts. The more we share, the more others will know that it's safe to speak out. Because when we hide in the shadows, we are giving our power over to the abuser. The longer we wait, the more we're drained of our own precious energy and self-love. If we want to heal from our abuse, if we want to stop the abuse, we need the voices of survivors to join us in unison. We need your voice, your story. Thank you for listening. This is Cher. I'll see you next week on the other side.